Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here for WeNeedAVacation.com and this is another edition of the We Need a Vacation Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. That's a mouthful, but it's alright. It's fun to say and it's fun to do. Today's topic of discussion, we're actually covering screening tenants. Kind of tis the season for that at the time of this recording. It's late December, coming up on the start of the season, and to do that... Who knows more about screening tenants than our own Joan Talmadge of We Need a Vacation? Right, Joan? You know an awful lot about screening tenants, don't you? I should, after 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> Renting your own home, helping others rent their homes out as well. So screening your tenants, and really more specifically, it's okay to say no is kind of what we're focusing in on today. So let's go through that. Take me through the process. Why is it important? I think everybody knows Mm -hmm. but for folks that especially the newbies out there Mm -hmm. why is it important to screen your tenants really well the number one goal for all of us homeowners is to find tenants who are going to appreciate our home be happy there have a good time and leave perhaps wanting to come back again the next year Um, and also um, if they can't come back they'll at least write a a positive guest review. Um, And so finding happy tenants is really our our number one priority. Um, And the best way to do that is to have a conversation with them to determine if they are um, an appropriate fit for our home. Um, Often the initial inquiry will come via email. Um, A homeowner will receive this email and um, you know, a few details about the, the parties. Some vacationers go into more detail than others. Um, but the, the really the best way of communicating with them and uh, is to have a phone conversation. And during that conversation, it doesn't have to be a, an interview, um, but what it really is is just a casual conversation um, asking about you know, the makeup of the party. Do they have, are there adults? Are there older people? Um, you know, grandparents who might have trouble navigating stairs? Are there children? Um, just, you know, what what is the, um, what's the composition of their vacationing party? And really, what are they looking for? You might ask them if they've ever uh, been to your area before of the Cape. Some people have never even been to the Cape and Islands and they don't, they don't know anything about it. Your job is really to communicate what your home and environment is like and together you're, uh, you're accomplishing two goals. You'll, you're determining whether they are a good fit for your home but you're also establishing mutual trust um, and the phone call is really the best way to go about it. And that's interesting what you just said, the mutual trust, because I think it's, and we focus so much on the homeowner vetting the vacationer. Sometimes I think it's just as important for the vacationer to kind of vet the homeowner as well. I know we keep using the the term hotelification of the vacation rental industry, Mm -hmm. but it's so much more than just okay, I'm booking it now, pressing the button on some of those other sites, and Mm -hmm. I'm going and I'm staying at a house and I expect this to be like a hotel. No, you are in fact staying in someone's house, and you want to make sure that, you know, from a vacationer point of view, I want to go into someone that, you know, might know the area, can help me out, show me a little bit, but I also don't want someone that's going to be looming over my shoulder, you know, poking their head in the Mm -hmm. bedroom in the middle of the night saying, hey, is everything okay? You know, Mm -hmm. I want that hands-off part too. So Mm -hmm. I think... It's important 
you know, the word I think to categorize this right way is managing expectations, right? For both parties. And talk to that a little bit more. Right. Well, you, the goal here is to tell them about, about your home, what there is to do there, communicate all of that. But you're also telling them what kind of a homeowner you are. And the vast majority of homeowners are hands-on, they communicate well, and they will um, be there if the vacationer needs them. Um, but one thing you don't want to do is to hide any flaws or drawbacks to your home. Um, are there some stairs that are particularly difficult for either toddlers or older people? Um, uh, is there, are there stairs to the beach that are rather steep? Um, is your home filled with all kinds of antiques? Um, you just, you want to convey that so that you, you know that the vacationer is going to be happy and content in your home and not be surprised when they get there. And, and um, especially, I mean, there occasionally we get a, um, someone who says that they were surprised that the, uh, they didn't know that the homeowner lived nearby or even on the premises. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, and um, I mean that can be a very good thing because they're they're there, they're there to help. They usually will, in the vast majority of cases, they will be very um, discreet and give the vacationer their privacy, but vacationers have to know that ahead of time. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and you asked about being able to say no. Um, the answer is yes, you can say no, but what you'd really rather do than just flat outright, no, I don't want to rent to you, you want to make it um, so that your the vacationer wants to doesn't want to book your home. Um, in other words, mm -hmm. if you detect that there are a bunch of college kids or high school kids wanting to have a good time after, you know, their college year is done. Um, and, and you don't want that scenario. Um, <laughs> you would, um, <clears throat> you could say to them, um, you know, I, we've had a few issues in the past in our neighborhood and, um, I've promised our neighbors that I would rent only to families. And you sound like very nice kids um but i i just I, you know I, I just think you'd be happier somewhere else well that way it doesn't come across that you're being discriminatory right, right? i mean right. i don't think someone you're you don't want to walk up to a 20 year old kid and say mm -hmm. no you can't because i know you're 20 and you're going to trash my house right. because right. you don't necessarily know that you, you can't be discriminatory no. about that but you can say mm -hmm. like you just said mm -hmm. i want my neighbors to respect me and i want them to be right. happy and you know it might not be a good fit. And mm -hmm. I think that goes back to something you said earlier. It might not be a good fit. You want to make sure it is a good fit. Mm -hmm. Your home mm -hmm. and the right tenant. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. If someone will happen to be down on, you know, in Panama City, Florida, they know what they're getting into. They know that it's a spring break town. And they mm -hmm. say, yep, we're just here to get a bunch of kids in and collect the rent. Right. Nope. On the Cape, in the islands. Mm -hmm. It's not really like that. Mm -hmm. It's more of a family atmosphere. But we do know during, mm -hmm. say, the Fagawi, people are coming in for the big parties and things like that. Right. And, you know, as a homeowner, you obviously want to see and vet the person mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not there for that, right? right. That goes right. to the whole point. There of are very few bad tenants um, yeah. 
In other words, they, they don't intend to do damage or be disruptive, but you can, you know, you, you've got to be able to know that whoever is in your home is going to treat it with respect, leave it in good condition, and want to come back. Um, and, you know, that it's mostly families, frankly. Yeah, exactly. One of the things I want to ask you about that, about, you know, that are going to leave it intact. Now, we, we've had, uh, obviously, we've received calls here in the office of the kids had their feet up on the sofa with mud on the entire time and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, talk about the importance of the lease mm -hmm. in kind of the screening and vetting process yeah. because I think that also kind of gives you that reassurance in a sense, sure. too. Sure. The, the lease gives both parties reassurance, both the homeowner and the vacationer. Um, and it, occasionally we run into a situation where a homeowner says, oh, you know, I've rented my house for 30 years and I've never used a lease and I've never had a problem. Well, you know, things are different these days and it only takes one <laughs> occasion yeah. um, to have them realize, oh, I should have had a lease. Um, it, it just, it sets the expectations. It puts everything in writing so that you can always go back to it and say, here it is, you signed it, it this is the lease stating all of the you know <laughs> responsibilities and the parameters of this business negotiation and and really that's that's the bottom line here is it's it's both personal but it's also business mm -hmm. and the idea is to um, is to really get to know your tenant many of tenants you know end up being friends with the with the homeowner they come back year after year and um exchange you know gifts and and oh gosh i think you've got the best story out of anybody i mean you've had someone that's been coming back we have a story on our site for 20 years now at this yep. point in time so yep. you want that yeah the family started coming when the kids the girls the daughters were young and now they're grown and have kids of their own so they're the one exception that I allow more than eight people <laughs> because, you know, they're not going to leave any family members behind. I can attest that I was there firsthand. When I arrived, I saw even the youngest kids there were vacuuming. So they are taking good care of your home, that's for sure. One of the things, talking about the lease, where does the security deposit kind of come into play with the lease as well? Is that something that kind of feeds into that? Or? Well, yeah, you um, you ask for a security deposit, and and that serves to uh, give them incentive to leave your house in good condition. And generally, I mean, in twenty years, I've never failed to return a security deposit in full. Um, and uh, generally, you return it within uh, thirty days. Um, I think ideally you return it right away because vacationers get a little nervous yeah. about their security deposit. Um, and and we know. could definitely do a whole nother topic oh, yes. on security okay. deposits and talk about some of the stories we've had. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've just heard here from you guys talking with our homeowners and other vacationers as well. Yeah. I want to bring it back to screening your tenants in mm -hmm. general. Talk about trusting your instincts because that's one thing that is just so important to remember right mm -hmm. yeah you um you do have to trust your instincts there occasionally i will get a call from a homeowner who had issues with their with their um guests their tenant 
um, perhaps the tenant wrote a negative review or um, there, the homeowner had problems and had to keep some of the security deposit and the owner might say to me, I had a feeling um, they were asking so many picky questions. Um, I just had this feeling that they might be, you know, problematic uh, tenants, and I didn't follow through. I, I let them come anyway. And so our advice really is to trust your instincts. If you have a sense that someone might not be a good fit for your home, it is okay to say no. Do it diplomatically and gracefully but um, do it and um, you will, you know, it's better to leave your house vacant than, <laughs> than have a problem. And usually you wouldn't leave it vacant anyway. Someone else will come along who is an appropriate guest. So I think that's the easiest way to wrap it up with those two things. Trust your instincts and it's okay to say no. Awesome stuff. She is Joan Talmadge of WeNeedAVacation.com. I'm Tyler Pyburn of the same place. Thank you all so very much for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. And you'll hear us next time.